Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 30 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you're joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including online training, group coaching, and one-on-one coaching to independent writers, creative and solo professionals, and very small business owners. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can also listen if you download the iOS or Android Substack Substack app. My name is Pamela Hilliard-Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking, in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Hey, good to be here again. Okay, this week for episode 30, our topic is our holiday traditions, old and new. If you read our Friday Funday article that is that was published on December 9th, on Friday, December 9th, I talked about some of Christmas traditions that are specific uh, to the United States, to America. And that was a fun article because it was Friday Funday. Of course it was fun. But today... Keith and I are going to talk about some of our, some of our own holiday traditions all the way from October <laughs> through January. And uh, these are some of the traditions that we had as children and some of the traditions that we are observing now. Keith, talk about every other year we go to California because October is Maria's birthday. Yeah, well, and actually, it's not just every year. We try to go, we try to go every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go there, but the but oct- October, I forget what they but my, my cousin Gordy, his wife Maria has her birthday there, and, and last time I think I believe it was her 70th birthday, and that was last year. And we went there, and and, and Maria has a huge family. <laughs> She's originally from Mexico. Yeah, yeah, she originally from Mexico City and Mexicali. I'm sorry, Mexico, Mexicali, and oh, it's about ten brothers and sisters, all kids. This is great family. And when we went to the there this time, it was just they they had a, a mariachi band. They right, had, mm-hmm. they had a. a, a a taco maker got to make custom tacos whatever you want they had but the big big thing was just meeting having all of our families together right we were i said look, our family was was there and maria's family were there and we just had a great time the party goes on into the night oh and also they have their family brand of tequila right break the group so it was it was it was a great time it was a great time and, and so we always in Joy going there, and it has turned out to be every other year. But we're trying to get out there every year to see family. Same for the same reason we get out every year for for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as I'm sure we'll talk about later, but uh, we go to we go to California. That's my side of the family. Right. Most, most of my family was in California. Um, a few other places. We we also went to see my cousin Gail in April. She's in Arizona, but so we try to get out there. Like parents said, in October um, right. to visit them. 
And that's a that's a tradition, and so it's like a getting early start on the holiday. Exactly, exactly. And then then so anyway, you just asked me to talk about that part. So that's that's what it is. we just recently started uh, doing that. Right. Well, recent, relatively recently, about four years ago, I guess. In the first, we would see Gordy and hadn't seen Gordy in a while. Right. And um and uh, Maria, and that's actually when we both met Maria, and then since then we've started to go back. Right, COVID got in the way and started things. And right, things. but um, but yeah, it's a great and yeah, and that's and that's and that's a lot of fun. We didn't go this past October because we had just returned from two weeks in in uh, Morocco. And if you've been listening to our podcast and reading our, our publication, we had a great time in Morocco, which is also our anniversary. So our holidays actually start in September, since our anniversary is September 11th, and then it goes on to October, and then. Thanksgiving in November. And that is a, a family tradition with my side of the family. We call it our Thanksgiving week <laughs> family reunion in Baltimore. Well, just outside of Baltimore. And we've been doing this since 1996, except for uh, COVID. We didn't meet, we didn't have the meet in COVID in 2020, but we came back again in 2021. And so we've been doing this, like I said, uh, getting together. It could, and it, the, way, the reason why it started in the 1990s was by that time we had blended families. And so it was worked out with the, with the families that the kids who were much younger at that time would spend Thanksgiving with our side of the family and Christmas with their dad's side of the family. And that's how it started. But now it's, it's, it's just a big, uh, uh, it, it's our biggest holiday. Was this the one that it started at Amy's house? Right, right, and right. We were together? Right, it right. Went, but I think, I think it was 97 then. Because well, no, I think we went to Amy's house or somebody's house the year before. I can't remember, but anyway. Okay. Well, if, if it was, if it was, if it was we still together, it was, that was it was ninety seven. Mm-hmm. It would have been, been ninety seven because we got married in ninety eight. Right. But Ken was, and Gloria got married in ninety seven, so that's why I'm trying to remember. Okay, but it was it was it was one of those two. I don't think it was ninety six. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the the kids who were little at that time when yeah. we first started, now they're in their thirties and. 40s and, and I have kids of their own. And so it's, it, it's great. And we just, it's, it's just every year we look forward to it. We've got it down to a science. Now, like I said, we have, we have, we, people start getting there on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Sunday. And so, some of them come in on Sunday before Thanksgiving. And we have a different meal every night. Then, of course, a big meal on Thanksgiving Day. And then we have picture day on Friday, and then we go to have a party on Saturday, <laughs> and then people start leaving on Sunday. So, like I said, it's 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 a big, big, big deal. And we have about thirty family members every year. Yeah, so it, it so it's it's really great. So that's one of our big traditions. And because our kids are now grown and live on their own, that's our big holiday. We don't, we don't, Keith and I really don't do anything big for Christmas, although we do make sure that we get our honey-baked ham, and I do all this cooking for two people, <laughs> but it's, it, and that's a lot of fun, but Christmas used to be a big holiday for us, but now Thanksgiving is the biggest holiday. Yeah, and I think it's for, for Thanksgiving, real quick, it's really been interesting over the, like, however many years, like I said, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's 96 and 97. But as Bam said, when we started, the kids were all very young. Most of them were, were very young. Mm-hmm. And now... and Some of them weren't even born yet. <laughs> some of them weren't even born yet. And um, of course, your sister was doing the cooking, mostly, mm-hmm. the, together with your mother sometimes. But mostly your sister doing the cooking. And then as she got older, then her daughter become a near chef in her own room. Right. And so we, now, call her the, we call her the CFO, the chief uh, food officer. Right, right. right. <laughs> Number two. Right. She's, right. She's, and so she's taking the reins over. Mercer's, so there, there's also been that passing along mm-hmm. you know of, of, of tradition and that's really been something to see and i think what's 
really unique about it. As as we all know, your families, all families, can be difficult. You know, right. large, you know, and it, and, it's, and to keep a family together through through it all, mm-hmm. and things that come is. I think anybody who sees something like that is is pretty remarkable. Right. Really. I mean, that you just don't see it that often, and that many numbers and things happens. And I think particularly, uh, of course, it was so sad when we lost uh, your, your mother. Right. You know, and and uh, your and father, my father before that father before that, and so often in families, once that happens, you know, if, if there's any time things are going to fray. Right. It's going to be there. Right. But this this holiday is has continued to pursue the determination. I think of all all family members that this was not going to stop. Right. That this right. Is going to keep going, and there's and there's something is it's some it's something good to pass on. You know, to all the and, and the young the grandkids mm-hmm, that are coming mm-hmm. now to see that. I mean, to have that kind of familial bond, and um, the same reason why I'm, I've it's, I've put place such a high importance on being able to reestablish connection with my family in California because the older you get the more important that becomes to you. Mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. you know, they realize that, we realize that you're not getting any younger, and that and that's very important. So, of course, as we're not the first one to say that, of course, but the biggest thing about the holidays is is family. Right, And right. so that, that's the thing I think that has really been good. And we go from the very large... You know, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, my family's not as big as Pam's family, but we go, but we go from that to you know, Pam family, which is very you much larger family than the Christmas. My parents that we this is way trimmed down, right, right. The two of us, but but we but we enjoy that. We'll have have Christmas just for the two of us, and, and plenty of eggnog. Yeah, right, plenty, plenty. <laughs> I was going to bring that as one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 so much fun. So yeah, yeah, and. It's funny because my sister got married in 1997, and at the time, her husband was living in Baltimore, and she was living in Boston. And so they went house hunting and all that because she was going to move to Baltimore. And at the time, the kids were, oh, maybe preteen, something like her kids were preteen because they ended up uh, graduating from high school in Baltimore, even though they had been born and raised up until that time in Boston. So uh, in 1998, and the reason why I remember that is because uh, this was before my parents died. And when I was there last week, every time I go into the kitchen, she has a kitchen counter. And I remember when my father was still healthy on Wednesday nights, he would make corn chowder from real corn that he took off of the corn on the cob. And so every time I go every year... And I look at that kitchen counter that is that we've been going to since 1998 at my sister's house. I remember my dad when he was still healthy making corn chowder on on Wednesday night. So that's that's something I really remember. Keith, what 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 are a couple of things that you remember from your childhood during the holidays? Oh man, there's a lot of memories, and we, I'm sure we've mentioned it before on this podcast. But of course, Pam is a family of four. And Pam, four children, four children, four daughters, and I'm an only child, so things are, things are different when you're the only one. But there were uh, Christmas was a big deal mm-hmm. at, at our house. Actually, all the holidays were a big deal. And my mother, we celebrated Easter, and my mother, you know, religiously every year would do the Easter egg hunt. I mean, she mm-hmm. would hide the <laughs> eggs around around the house, and I would have to get the clues and hunt the eggs and, <laughs> like that. I mean, when it was my birthday, that was a big deal. I mean, well, the the tooth fairy, that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything that was it was that. My parents were all in for that, and. For Christmas, the the uh, Thanksgiving was big. I would say Christmas was was definitely bigger. Thanksgiving was just the family. Was mm-hmm. And some occasionally we would go to my mother's best friend. Um, you met Ralph Dickerson, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his his mother was my mother's best friend. And sometimes we would go to her house or go mm-hmm. to their house late 
later. Sometimes what we would do, we'd have Thanksgiving because our family's small. And, and they also, a lot of the fam- there weren't that many black families in Denver. The ones that were there mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. My, my family's one of the earlier black families. We all knew each other. Mm-hmm. So we kind of circle around right. to each other's mm-hmm. house. So mm-hmm. sometimes we, and that would be a lot of fun. We'd have Thanksgiving, but then we'd get in the car and then we'd go visit the right, families right, right. And, and spend time mm-hmm. with everybody. And that, that was, that was very nice. It's funny mm-hmm. you, that you, that you uh, bring that up because that's what my parents did. And uh, before we, before uh, the kids grew up, because they had a group of friends, and we went to one and all the, all the the families. We went to one uh, friend's house on Thanksgiving, another friend's house on Christmas Eve, another friend's house on Easter, and we did this every year. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm, really nice. Mm-hmm, I mean, it's really mm-hmm. nice, and it, it was a real communal sort of thing. Right. And and also it was a chance because again, you you got to just you you as a young person you get you would get a chance to re- when you're watching the, the older folks interact mm-hmm. it, it kind of helped you model yourself right, like you watch right. them and I, I learned a lot mm-hmm. and, and I used to really enjoy spending time you know more with the, some of the older folks than I did with the youngest mm-hmm. I remember when I got so disappointed because they decided to decide okay the, the young kids would be over here mm-hmm. and the older folks were there they were trying to make a division I told my best I said why you know, <laughs> I just, I be, but, but when um Christmas came, and once again, it was just a fair. But even then, on Christmas, we would also go out to visit later, mm-hmm. now that I think about it. More when I was younger than when I was, yeah, much more when I was younger than when I was older. But, of course, because my father passed when I was 17. But when I was a kid, we were, again, my dad, mother, just, you know, only child syndrome. We had, I mean, no shortage of presents. And, but uh, also, the whole thing about Santa Claus was right. very much uh, big in our house. So, mm-hmm. that, so I was, I was literally... Waiting up all night, you know, for Santa Claus, and my parents would never didn't break that until that that myth was broken one day. That was another funny story, but but but, but I, I remember specific memories. You know, you're talking about specific. I, I remember I had a model train set in the basement once. Mm-hmm. And I remember going out there, and my dad stayed up all night mm-hmm. putting together that model train set. And, and this, and I'm not talking about just trains going around in a circle. I mean, there were the the mountains and the mm-hmm. houses and the, all those, and we had right. friends. He had friends. Of the, we had friends of the family who were really into who had incredible. Once again, uh, Ralph. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a, he has one in his basement now, and he's in his seventies, which is wow. just remarkable. Mm-hmm. But but every year that we get trained and add trains to it. Mm-hmm. But there were there was that there were that's the one I think the most. There's some right. other ones I can remember, but I I, I remember so well um, going downstairs and seeing Dad, you know, just sitting there and just putting that together, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. waking up the next morning. And he would push the switch and just watch the train start to go. And I was just ecstatic watching trains go around. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it was it was a good memory because, like I said, they were it was a it's a it's a small family thing. Right. And I'll never forget it. It was right. great. Well, our house for Christmas, as Keith said, there were four of us. So, uh, but we still got a lot of presents. Okay, because Christmas was a big deal, and so we hung our stockings by the you know on the fireplace. We had a fireplace, and we waited for Santa until we outgrew that. But in the stockings, my mother always put oranges, candy canes, and nuts were always in the stockings. And that's, that, that comes from some European traditions oh. or whatever. But mostly the nuts came from Alabama, her, her family in Alabama and Georgia, because that, they have a lot of nuts, especially pecans. Mm-hmm. And so they would send us a huge box every year. So we had to eat up all, all those cute pecans. But also... Each of us got at least one toy, and I, or probably more. And I don't remember the toys so much. I remember the clothes more than I knew the toys. Except I remember when my younger daughter, my younger sister, she wanted a Chatty Cathy doll. Chatty Cathy was a doll that you pulled a string in the back, and the doll would talk. Well, it was the the Chatty Cathy was 
blonde and blue-eyed. My mother was not going to have that. She looked everywhere for a black chatty Kathy. I don't know how she found it, except I know if it was my mother, she would find it. But she was able to find a black chatty Kathy for my, for my younger sister. I remember that. I remember we got, a, we, we got, we got toys and I really don't remember the toys, except I do remember on my 12th birthday, I got a pair of, I, everybody got ice skates because here in Detroit, we could ice skate on the Detroit river down at Belle Isle. And so we would go skating there and I still have those ice skates. They're hanging up in the, they're hanging up oh, in the yeah, garage. Yeah. <laughs> I've had them ever since I was 12, but my other best memory and I'll come back to our Christmas present. My dad worked, uh, he was a, he was a medical technician and a virologist like Dr. Fauci. And so he did a lot of research in the lab, but he had to work on Christmas Eve day. So, but when I was, from the time I was 12 and, and then my mother did most of the Christmas shopping. And I don't know what my, how my father found the time to get something for my mom, but he did. But by the time I was 12, he assigned me to go downtown because school was out for a couple of days before that to go downtown. And I'll never forget this. He gave me a check for a hundred dollars. Now remember this was in the early sixties, a hundred dollars was a lot of money and gave me the credit card for the Hudson's department. So the largest department store in Detroit and said, get your mother, whatever she wants. I guess money was a little bit better by that time. And I felt so, cause I would get on the, on the bus, go downtown all by myself. I had all this money in the credit card. I did this, 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 and this. And then I came back home, I wrapped it all, and my father did not know what he had gotten my mother till the next morning when she unwrapped everything. But he was happy about that. But he did have time. We got a live tree every single year. And we got it, for those of you who are in Detroit, you'll know the area. We got it from a, a tree stand, a Christmas tree stand on at the Fisher YMCA, which is on the corner of West Grand Boulevard and Grand River. And we went there every year and picked out our live tree. My, my parents always believed in live trees. They didn't get an artificial tree for years until I think until all of us were grown and gone. So we always got a live tree and, and put it up and put all the lights and things on there. And I don't know about Keith, but when we were little, we started out, if I'm, if my mother was watching, putting the tinsel on one oh. strand at a time, yeah. one yeah. strand at a time. Then when my mother wasn't looking, we just threw them on the tree. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing. One of the toy member, I remember just because it was so funny, kind of moving on, but it was, I remember I, there was this dinosaur. I mean, that I really, wanted it was so funny I, was, I loved dinosaurs as a kid loved them mm-hmm. that. and my parents used to they all take me to the museum and everything any movie with dinosaurs mm-hmm. so there was this little green dinosaur motorized that would you know growl and make the noise and, and mm-hmm. do all of that but what it also did it, you had this little plastic gun okay that when that and, and that when you shot the dinosaur he had these yellow balls in his mouth. Oh, I remember that. I remember so, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you shoot, when you shoot, and I don't know, to this day, I think he was a genius of engineering. You shoot it, and when it was a rubber dart. Mm-hmm. So when the rubber dart hit the dinosaur, he would just stop right, right there, turn around from whichever direction it was hit, and then spit one of those yellow balls out. <laughs> and I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. So what I would do, so when my mother was um, working, uh, she would be sitting there sewing or mm-hmm. doing something like that. And I and I would go over right next to her chair where she was sitting, and I would shoot the dinosaur right where she was, and then move. And the next thing, mom, the dinosaur came over and just hit mom with these balls. She was like, "Look now, where was it?" And she see this dinosaur growling at her. But as I got older, but we also had live trees. It wasn't mm-hmm. until much later, for the same reason, my they honored dad and my dad. I go out with my dad and pick mm-hmm. out a live tree, mm-hmm. and I come back with him, and and they teach me how, and I learn how to decorate. Moving forward, when I got older. 
talk about memories as you're older because because my father died when I was 17. But when I got so Christmas was just me and my mother. But I and that's when we started getting we got to where we got an artificial tree at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. And but I have so many great memories of just me and my mother. Right. I mean, I would just get because I would, when when she got to where she couldn't take care of things. I mean, I would I would get the tree, put it up, and she'd sit on the sofa and she'd just tell me where to put things. You know? Right. And and same thing. I had I had the uh, silver mm-hmm. rain. What do you call that? The uh, Put them on one at a time. What do you call the, the tinsel. tinsel. Mm-hmm. But I would put the tinsel on, and she would always just be just same thing, judging the balance. Right. With, with, with the yellow, with the balls and the colored balls. And mm-hmm. you, said, you got too many ornaments. Red, ornaments. Ornaments. Mm-hmm. Ornaments. You said there'd be. You, you got too many on this side. Too many. Red, <laughs> more green on that side. But but it was so much fun, and and all the things that we had in the star. Mm-hmm. But just d- doing it together, right? The lights right. on. Because when mm-hmm. I was when I was younger, after Dad died, we would put it up together. We put mm-hmm. things on there together. And then when like I said, when she wasn't able to, it was just me. And after all, I had to go out and get that. Right. But but um, we had we really. But it just goes to show I mean, that you that Christmas really is the spirit, you know, the mm-hmm. heart of the family. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. Uh, you see so many shows, understandably, right. I mean, where the Christmas is tons of people, right. like it, which is great, and it makes for good movies. But Christmas doesn't have to be that. Exactly, exactly, and, uh, exactly. It's different, different family. Just like we talk about what a family is, right? Well. And I, I, going back to the gifts that we got for Christmas, one of the reasons I don't, I, I remember that we would get a lot of board games like Scrabble yeah. and Monopoly and all that. I remember getting that game. Operation, yeah. Operation where yeah. you where you would yeah. Yeah. hit hit try to operate and if you missed it, that boy, the man's nose yeah. would light up or whatever. I remember that. And but I liked boy toys. That's that's the reason why I probably don't remember. I never got a train set. I always wanted one. I never got an erector set. I always wanted one. But my best friend Annie Green, who lived the next block over, her brother was a year or two older. He had all the great stuff. That's why I was always over there. He had trains and he had an director set. That's why I was always over there playing. Yeah, those were yeah. yeah, so those were the fun toys that I never got because I was a girl. But the other thing that my mother did so it made it look like there were more presents, a lot of presents. That's when we got our winter boots. Our winter gloves, our winter hat, and our winter coat. And she wrapped each of those separately. So when you do divide, um, multiply that by four, that's a lot of stuff under the tree. And that's what we're, we were going to need that anyway. Right, right. So we got those for Christmas every year. Because here in Detroit, it's usually relatively mild in December. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it snows a little, sometimes it snows a lot. But it doesn't really get cold until January. Right. And so... Of course, if you're listening to this in Florida, <laughs> really cold is relative, <laughs> but it doesn't really get cold until January. So in under the Christmas tree, we got all of the coats, boots, hats, gloves that we were really going to need in January. And the other thing that we did, and I think about this all the time. These days, they have Christmas sales all year. Christmas in July. Black Friday starts in September. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's, it's really, really overkill. But when I was coming up, I think they had Black Friday. I really don't remember. But I do know that they had um, sales starting the day after Christmas Mm -hmm. because the stores wanted to get rid of their inventory before the end of the year. And so what we didn't get for Christmas, my mother took all of us downtown the day after Christmas when everything was 50 and 80% off and we cleaned up <laughs> because the stuff was on sale. Then we came back home and put it right under the Christmas tree. And we got that stuff the day after Christmas. And so... These days it doesn't matter because they put things on sale all year long and call it a Christmas sale. So, so and 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 I, I don't remember now these days having those big sales after Christmas because they've been on sale all this time anyway. 
So, but I, re I remember that because we would all go downtown, clean up, get a this and that and this and that, come back home and put it right back yeah. under the Christmas tree. So that, that's how I remember. But the other thing I wanted you to talk about, Keith, after your father died, you promised your mother she would never spend Christmas alone. And that was fine until you and I got together a couple of decades later. So talk about that. Well, yeah, I, after, as Pam said, that's because it was just, I don't have any brothers and sisters. And so that was a problem, I promised. And I felt I had to had to make. I really made that later because when my my mother my father died, I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So and so when I went to college, there were some times I, I lived in Chicago for four years. Mm -hmm. So there were at least a couple, one at least one Christmas mm -hmm. when we weren't able to spend together. So right. I can't remember exactly when I uh, was able to, to make that. But uh, but definitely after I got back, I think I made that problem because there was there was college and then there was journalism. Although that didn't matter because when mm -hmm. I, when I was uh, doing because journalist as a journalist, I lived in a lot of different cities, but I was always back right home. But the whole point was that, as you were pointing out, is that because it was just the two of us, mm -hmm. and Pam used to always say it was you and your mother against the world, and we were very, very close. Right. And so the, the, term, the determination was we were family, mm -hmm. and we were, whatever I was, whatever I was doing, mm -hmm. whatever was happening, be home for Christmas. Right. And, and it was difficult because when you would get when I would get home. And it was great getting home, mm -hmm. but the hardest part was always leaving. Leaving, right? I still have images in my mind of, of, of my mother literally waving to me as I'm mm -hmm. going to the cab or going whatever, and it almost made me tear up now because because I could because just hurt, right? Because because she knew it'd be another five six months, right, before she ever right. see right. me again. And and so even though we talked almost every day mm -hmm. on the phone, etc. But whenever whenever I got home, I remember calling her from the airport. She'd be so excited. Mm -hmm. And then as she as she got older, there there's But when Pam and I got married, of course. Oh, this is even before we got married. Well, I know. Mm -hmm. I know that. Mm -hmm. but I'm saying that there were we did we did a lot of things together. But there's always we always spent that time together, and we did a lot of things together. Before Pam and I got married, when I did a lot of vacation together, mm -hmm. when I was mm -hmm. a, as a journalist on right. newspapers, we went to you know Key West, went to Disney World, we did uh, a lot of things. Mm -hmm. we drove from coast to coast. She was my best friend that time. We had a, we had a great time. Um, but what I, because we're running out of time, what I really want to talk about was that after we got together, that f coming up first Christmas, you said, uh-oh, you know, you, yeah. you, you, oh, yeah, that's what I'm getting right, to. Right, but right, right. But I was just establishing that, is that, uh, because, because of course, that what was the, there, there was that complication, mm -hmm. because how am I going to tell my, you know, tell my, it was my wife on one hand and my mother on the other, in terms of what, what where, Am I going to tell my mom that I can't come to Christmas mm -hmm. anymore because we have to be with my wife? And, and, and we weren't able to just go to Denver right, time, right. Or, uh, at that time. We just didn't have it like that. And, or, to, or to fly mom out here. Mm -hmm. That wasn't mm -hmm. an option then. So, but where what Pam did, which I forever grateful, was just that Pam understood that, well, two things. One, you can realize there's a larger family and your parents were here. Mm -hmm. And mom was all by herself. Right. There, was, there were no other brothers and sisters. There was no, there was no other family. There were mm -hmm. anything like that. And so she made, you know, made the sacrifice basically that Christmas, that, that was to continue. You know, so I still. And I never saw it as a sacrifice because as you said, my, I had a lot of family members here anyway, and your mother was all by herself. And so I said, you know, go ahead. And at first you, you would leave like two days before Christmas or whatever and come back on New Year's Eve day. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we spent New Year's together. But then as your mother got older, and I think, and it also started, no, when, as your mother got older, you, we just, we just agreed that, and, and I wasn't about to go to a new, I wasn't about to go out to New Year's and party like I used to do when I was young. 
you stayed through New Year's until you had to come back and go to work. And that didn't bother me at all because, like you said, that was you know that one of the two times a year that you that you and your mother saw each other. She was all by herself, and I had plenty of family and friends here, so it didn't bother me at all. And because uh, people, my friends were, like, you mean you you split and, and didn't spend Christmas? I said no, well, and I explained yeah, and why. And they, were, and they were that's the thing that not everybody sees it like that, and, right. and it is a you know, a difficult decision. Right. I think when you're looking at that, it, it's because you're not going to automatically say, well, I'm glad we're married, but sorry, I'm not going to be with you on Christmas. I mean, right. it, 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 it's not that easy. You know, right, right. Easy. But I think that, but that's part of, that's part of family too, is understanding things like that. And I think understanding the importance of that. Right, that, right. And, all, and also because I'm here every other day of the year. Right. I mean, it's not like I was traveling around me every other day of the year. I'm here, right? And so so there, there, that was the time mm-hmm. that we could spend. So, um, yeah. But those are some very, very good memories, and those are some, those are some of the memories I talked about when Mom and I were putting together, putting up the Christmas tree, right? Um, because I was, I was there, right? And I, right. I was able to do that, and up to up to when she, when she was close to dying, when she was the last last few years. I remember when I would go and spend time with her at the home, mm-hmm. and and couldn't bring a tree in there, but that you there are these tree. Plastic tree kits. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you, could, you could put it on the wall, but it would stick to the wall. Oh, okay, and I, yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I put it up on, put it up on mm-hmm, the wall so you mm-hmm. can see that. Right, so right, know. right. But um, so we all maintain that. Mm-hmm, but yeah, mm-hmm. there are some good memories. Yeah, and so so those are some of our Christmas traditions back from when we were children until now. And when your mom died in 2016. So, so we got married in 1998. 2016 was the first Christmas you and I spent together. So when we look, look back on that and, and how you have traditions when you are a child and you bring a lot of those traditions into your adulthood, especially if you had good traditions and, and good times that you can remember. So that's it. I, we'd like to hear how, how some of your holiday traditions are and remind you that the, that this podcast, the We Are Speaking podcast is brought to you by the We Are Speaking publication, which is supported by our paid subscribers, and by our company, Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community for online training, group coaching, and one-on-one coaching for independent writers and creative and solo professionals. And you can find out more at teamowens313gcc.com. And happy holidays, and we'll talk to you again soon.